224. Hello, everyone watching right now on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and of course, over on Instagram as well. Good to see you all here. Thanks for you tuning in later on if you're watching the replay on Instagram TV, IGTV, or of course, those of you who are checking out uh, the audio version on uh, the Marvelous podcast over on iTunes, you know, or uh, Spotify or whatever your flavor is these days. Uh, thank you very much for watching. So recently, I just feel like there's been a little bit more in the way of people asking about time management and structuring days and productivity and things like that. So it's it would be remiss of me to ignore that. And it makes sense for, for us to c cover this topic again. It's been a while, actually. It's been I can't remember the last time we did it. We've done it a lot, but obviously, because if you do your 200 odd episodes, you will cover time management. But I do feel that this is one that he's covering again. Um, and I think it's probably a reflection of, you know, the times we're in, everyone, we're, we're in lockdown at time recording, and there's a lot of like, how do you organize it all and get it all happening? And it's reflected in the questions, interestingly, about balance with other things, not just down to work. Historically, time management. Uh, questions would be along the lines of, you know, how do I organize my working day? Now it's a little bit more about getting everything else in as well, because we're kind of all doing it all from home a lot more. So if you're watching right now, jump in onto the comments and let us know where you're watching from. And if you're hashtag team live, which you would be if you're watching right now, or if you're watching the replay, uh, if you're hashtag team replay, but let us know where you're watching from. And the questions today, as I say, are on time management, productivity, that kind of space. So if you have a question on that, do let me know. Uh, hello, everyone on Instagram. Hello, everyone on LinkedIn and also on Facebook as well. Um, what I'm going to do today as well as take your questions. I've actually received a few already. Thank you. Those of you that did on Facebook. Uh, I will also be sharing uh, my three tips, like so three things. I'm going to do this a bit more, I think, uh, in the um, in future issues, we did, uh, editions. We did this last week as well. Uh, three tips for um, you know, good time management or good productivity that I really feel um, uh, work for me. And uh, obviously, this is one man's opinion, but, you know, it's something that, that I've got to make sure I'm productive each day. There's a lot to get through and a lot to do. And... Um, you know, to give you a bit more background, I do this in addition to, you know, running a household uh, and having children as well. So um, it's wrong to spend all day just working or all day not just working. You need to have balance with it all. So I want to cover those three uh, things in there. So just let me know again in the comments before I kick off uh, where you're watching from. And if you're hashtag team live, uh, good to see um Good to see people jumping in here. Yanis, as usual, watching here from Greece. Hey, Richard, this is Athens watching. Is this time everything? Yes. Uh, kind of, no, it's not everything, rather. So it's not an asking anything. The uh, topic of this one is how to manage your time. It's a time management-based questions. If you have one, pop them into the comments themselves. I'm just finishing that, Admin. You see, when you stream to three platforms at once, efficient though it is, uh, it's also essential to uh, do a bit of background stuff as well because I can't have uh, someone in the room doing this with me. But done, there we go. So let's go in firstly into the first um, uh, idea. So like three tips, I think is really important. And we'll prime the session really well. Um, first one uh, uh, is, um, uh, there's no particular order to this, but this is this is one is, I think kind of really crucial. And I overlooked this um, in my twenties um and i 
I got away with it because of age to a degree, but also because of my hobby. So let's explain. So number one, in terms of the th top three tips for helping your time management is actually number one, put your body first. What I mean by that is making sure that you are building things into your day that help your body first. So when I wake up, so I wake up every morning at 5 a.m., like clockwork, that happens. And I wake up at five and I will go to, um, aside from brushing my teeth, I will go straight to exercise before I check a phone, before I check, um, you know, the news or emails or anything like that, before I go on the laptop, before I even eat, I go straight to exercise uh, and I get that in first. Because at the start of the day, if I can tick the box of exercise, well, you know what, if things go wrong with a business, I can kind of bring that back around. But the, my body is the most important part because the body looks after the mind, which looks after everything else, family, relationships and that. People say family first, but actually you should come first selfishly so then you're effective with family. It's my opinion. So I never did this in the in the in my 20s. I just went straight to work and I was all things work and nothing else. Um, but by virtue of the fact that I trained a lot every week in Taekwondo and I was a runner as, and things like that, I, I naturally stayed reasonably healthy anyway. But but by making it something I do every single day now, every morning it's built in. Um, it actually means I'm, I'm, I'm effective. I have good energy and I've kicked off my day in the right way. So I strongly advise that. Really interested in if any of you feel the same about this. Do you get things out of the way first, then exercise? Or do you always make sure there's some element of exercise in the morning first thing? I do it first, but it doesn't mean that's the only time I exercise. I will lately I've been having long bike rides on weekends, for instance. But again, because I'm still wanting to spend time with family, I'll get up at six. Uh, on Saturday, I got up at six o'clock so I could leave at half six. Sunrise is at just after seven here at the moment. And uh, a couple of what was it like two hours, uh, just under two hours bike ride meant that I could be back home you know, at like not even nine o'clock and people are just getting out of bed here. So I feel I've done my exercise before the family's got up. So I've not I've not taken that time away. It's huge because the difference is massive in terms of um, your your mind being on point. Uh, you just feel good. And uh, that's a lovely way to set up the day, I believe. Like I say, it also adds a sense that you've, um, you know, that you've really like uh, you, you kind of ticked a really important box first thing. So I would love to hear what you guys think as well uh, about that. Second thing I would add is routine and or better word is probably scheduling. After exercising, literally the next thing I do every single morning. And again, I've not even got dressed yet. Just doing my PJs. I haven't had breakfast yet. I haven't checked my phone yet. I'm not doing any of those things till other set things come in place. The next thing I do every single day after the exercise is I schedule the day. So I write a report of what, like, so like, you know, what things I've got, I've got planned or what things I'm aiming towards. I, I have something of a journal, I suppose, because I, I, I write in there like how I'm thinking about where I'm at for the week, what, what's ahead and just kind of my my digest of the state of play of things. But I also most importantly, then schedule the day. And I will schedule the whole day from what I'm literally doing right then, which is writing that report and scheduling all the way through. And I will leave that open as I then move to, to plan the day. So, so I, I plan the day using my calendar, knowing what appointments are there and things like that. But then as I start the day, I'll kind of leave that 
unsent because I send this as an email to myself. I'll leave it unsent that schedule because I may need to populate it with other things as I go. Um, and I add into that schedule when I'm going to eat. I add into that schedule when I'm going to, if I'm going to have a power nap, for instance, or something like that, because I know my body will need it at like half past three or so. I, I will add in there things like um, when I'm stopping to make dinner, add in there the school run, add the lot. So like everything is in there. And, and some people think this is dangerous because it suggests that you're going to you're setting yourself up for a fall. It's like if I schedule the whole day, you plan it all out. Well, then curveballs happen. But in fact, often those curveballs can be absorbed because you've, you've looked ahead at what things really need to be done. And by looking ahead, you can say to yourself, you know what, what big projects have I got? If I've got a big project that's due in a week or something, I'll nibble a bit of it today and I'll share that in there. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll put that in there like half an hour to work on it. And, and I don't want to have any kind of big stress points ever, really. So I want to kind of always be looking ahead at what things are in front of me. So I never start a day until the day is scheduled itself. And that's in the entirety. I therefore have timed uh, a timing of when I'm going to down tools. I know precisely when the calls are uh, that I've got with clients, for instance, I know precisely um, when like so. So I don't get panicked, for instance, about uh, prepping for a talk or a presentation because I've already booked in the time at the right time to to plan for it. And so I know these things get done. And I used to not schedule a day, which seems absurd to me now. But I used to just kind of remember stuff that kind of needed doing. But it's not a good idea as your business grows. You need to obviously make sure you can I mean, it's fun in a way when you first start. It's infinitely better to know what's over the horizon, in my opinion. And um, so it really matters. So as well as exercise, you then write a schedule and you stick to it as well. But everything goes in there. It's not just the work. It's everything else. So if I look at today's one, for instance, like I say, there's there's when I will have breakfast. There's when I will go to school. There's even when I will do the next set of exercises, which relates to one of the questions I'm, I'm going to get in a bit. Um, there's even the, not at one o'clock do this live show. There's also at 12.15, set up the equipment for the live show. Um, and set up the live show includes copying, pasting the questions from Facebook into a Word doc to print so I can check them what they are and have a sense of what's coming up. Everything is in there because it allows me to have a sense of, of you know, that, that I've already existed in those moments ahead. I've already kind of ex planned what, what's coming up. So I did this at work when I was in corporate I would plan my morning and then I would, at, at lunch I would plan my afternoon. I don't want to just do work and see what's in front of me because what I don't want, what I want to avoid, this is kind of the big takeaway here, I want to avoid being reactionary. I don't want to be in a reactive um, frame of mind. Uh, and the idea of this is I don't want to just kind of sit there and if something comes across my desk, I'm like, oh, okay, I should answer that email then, right? Or, oh, I got that notification, I'll, I'll deal with that now. Instead, everything has a set time for it. So. I had a time this morning where I would check my phone. So I would check in to, and the checking the phone is for a particular reason. I don't want to be going anywhere near um, notifications about things that don't matter. If someone's liked to post, I don't need notification about that. I don't need to go and check the, the, that that like is there. I take the platform's word for it. If I get suggestions, from a platform like you should check this post out or you should check this um, this video out on YouTube. I'm ignoring suggestions because I want to choose 
what things I look at and I want to choose uh, what things I decide to do. It's important. I don't want to be led by an algorithm. I want to decide myself. So I don't want to be led ever and be a reaction just in response mode, as it's known. That's why I don't check the phone first thing, because what I'm doing, if I wake up in the morning, pick up my phone and check what's on it, my brain is being shifted instantly into response mode. You really should think about this. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but this is something to really bear in mind. When you're in response mode, your brain shifts to deal what's in front within what, what's in front of me right now. So as, as something is, is, is right there, I'll write, write a response to that email. Oh, and I've got this Instagram message. I'll respond to that. And all you're doing is responding, responding. And you don't have control there. You're just doing as, as you're told. You're being led, basically. It's far better, in my opinion, to deploy a set time for checking in with these notifications just to scan and see what's important. But ahead of that, decide that you're going to intentionally go out and do things yourself. So before I'm checking the phone, far more important is that I exercise, then I schedule my day and so on. So between the hours of 5 a.m. and 7 a.m., I'm going through this process of scheduling and then doing set bits of work. And then at 7 a.m., I will typically uh, check my phone um, in terms of particular notifications and things like that. But there's never a inane or like scrolling through a timeline because I can't, I don't tend to derive much value in doing that. Um, I, I, it's far better to set a time to intentionally go and check out people you find stimulating um, as opposed to consume what is being fed to you by the platform itself. Who's in, who should be in charge is the question I'm asking. It feels like I'm, I'm paraphrasing the Social Dilemma film right now. Who should be in, in charge of deciding what you consume in a day? Is it you or is it the platform? Well, it kind of feels like a bit of both in a way, but I want to make sure that I have a say here. And certainly in terms of it's the time spent, because of course, otherwise I might end up getting caught up in the um, seductive uh, uh, rabbit hole of checking everything out. We'll watch that. Um, third thing, so body first. Second is, is schedule everything, schedule the day, even the stuff that's not work. Schedule the walk with your wife. Schedule playing with the children. Schedule eating, whatever it might be, okay? And then, so that's why I never just hop on calls with people. There's a time set for when I have calls because otherwise I'm just going off in different directions and not getting things done me doing. The third thing is also crucial. I mean, obviously I could have come, with, come up with loads, but these three things really matters, really matter. And the third thing is this idea of habit forming. So for me, habit forming has been one of the killer ways to add new, um, new positive things to my to my world and doing it bit by bit so for example if i want to you always got to ask yourself and this uh, um uh, kudos goes to my friend ross johnson for, for putting it this way over on instagram he said rather than thinking about who you are you need to think about who you're trying to become so who am i becoming it's a really good way of putting it and what that means is instead of thinking I'm this person that maybe does exercise once a day or whatever, or, or maybe I, I, I do press-ups, or maybe I, I aspire to do press-ups and sit-ups every morning. Instead, it's I want to become the kind of person that does do this kind of thing. So you build in these habits and, and again, lock them in with a schedule. But for instance, every morning you do 50 sit-ups and 50 press-ups straight after X task or at this particular time every single morning. 
and it's a small amount it's not a big deal it takes you two minutes to do but every single day you do it every single day and it's in the schedule it means that that's what's co what comes next and you have a set time this is what i call instead of the, the to-do list it's the when to do list and the idea of it is that you set a, a time when you will be doing that thing so for example today at 10 30 a.m i go down and eat I, as my, I had breakfast so early that I have a, a kind of an early lunch and then a late lunch. I had another lunch just now, but but you, I, I eat in the same way, and so that becomes a habit. Every single day, I do these set things, and and so each day you can choose to do, you know, you have your protein shake if you do that, or you you exercise at this time if you do that, or or maybe something more productive on, on the on the business side. So every day at this time, I check the data on my Facebook ads or every day at this time I it is when I check the bank balance to see what recent transactions have come in and what is projected, you know, what's coming in today from Stripe, you know, it, you know and, and, and there is a set time for that kind of thing. And I just think good habits like that, it takes time to build them in. So that's why I always do them one at a time. And I give them like about two months and then I bring it, then I start bringing in, or maybe six weeks or so, then I start bringing another one in. And a really good habit for me is checking the phone at set times in the day. And I punctuate the day with a couple of check-ins on the phone, but I'm not led by the phone. And the phone goes away because I'm busy doing something else and I can't have it sitting there um, trying to, you know, stimulate that dopamine hit of, oh, I might have something that I should check. So it's away because I don't want to have to use up willpower on denying the notifications I would rather just not have it in the room at all and focus on the task at hand because I want to do the task at hand. That's what I scheduled to do. So habit building, small ones, just adding them as you go. You can't, you, it doesn't work to go from zero to, I'm going to go to the gym every day and go for a run every night and do press ups at 12 o'clock every single day. It seems to be a bit much unless you really want to go at it. But if you're not that way inclined, easing yourself in is, is better. I did a, a long time ago, I brought in the habit of reading 10 minutes every single day, set time, I, I used to do it uh, a few times a day. Now it's down to two, but twice a day for 10 minutes. Another one is sit for five minutes, literally do nothing for five minutes. Notifications, all sounds off, sit. You're not allowed to do anything. And when you get that idea pop into your head, that, make, that, makes, that means you think, oh my goodness, I really have to do that right now. You still do nothing at five minutes because by doing nothing, the brain is allowed, is, is able to kind of drift and go in directions. And actually the things come to the surface that really matter and rather than being focused on a task, you're actually allowing your, your brain to speak to you. So these little things have really helped a lot. And as you can see, I'm not like slamming work all day long and punctuating with these little things because some represent pit stops, but other things represent other things that matter. And, and balance is critical. So if I want to be successful in my business, I have to be successful with family. I have to be successful with exercise and body. Because if I'm not, they have an effect. They affect the others. They are not distinct pillars. So if all of you who are doing what I used to do, which was only work, you are less effective than you might be if perversely you do less work and spend time around family, friends, in whatever capacity you can these days. Um, if you have children like me, it's, it's essential to spend time around them. Sure, for the relationship, but also good for you. It's very good for your head and brain like your your feeling of of uh, self you know feeling self self love or kind of you feeling everything is really good in your life if you spend time with your children like quality time with them being present and so on 
which in turn positions you better in your mind for good work as well in turn that makes you feel good about things because the business is running well so you're generally at a higher level of of satisfaction and now your exercise seems to come off better as well they all are into inter uh, interspersed uh, or better words like interlinked rather uh, with one another so i really can't st can't stress enough the importance of habits that are assigned to different pillars of your life as well i'm totally not any kind of life coach this is just the stuff that's worked for me so body first schedule things and habit forming i'd love to hear your opinions as well what do you think on instagram facebook uh, linkedin let's see what people are uh, writing in here uh rimbeck is good to see you here from the netherlands by the way nikki leach marvelous to see you here joining from Ipswich in suffolk just not too far up the road from us uh stephanie ketsy alligator here from the usa um crystal hunter team live from dnb sharon good to see you here as well for, over in the us um, Richard Moore, same best from Johannesburg, uh, Johannesburg in South Africa. I don't know what your name is because it says LinkedIn user. Uh, Daniel Nunes, good to see you here. Team live out of Phoenix, Arizona. It is early morning for you. Congrats for, uh, or thanks for getting up every week like, like you do. Patricia Freudenberg, as usual, from New York as well. Yanis, uh, we would need a couple of days to talk about toxins in, in context. I think you mentioned something further up. Uh, but yes, you're quite right. It's something to think about. Daniel, I love what you've said about changing your routine through schedules rather than through pure will. Daniel, it's the same as biscuits. OK, I think I'm being mad here. It's the same as biscuits and sugar and stuff like that. If you want to eat less sugar, don't have it in the house. Why would you want the challenge of trying to be a hero and, de and deploying willpower, especially when you understand the science, which is that when you wake up, you have a set amount of willpower every morning and that willpower gets depleted through trying to do things and through decision making and that you get decision making fatigue. It is a thing at the end of the day, if you've done too much, you know, too many decisions to be made, which is why I've already got set or planned what things I'll eat. I've already decided what I will wear and I plan ahead what the day will look like. So it's just execution. And I don't want to use willpower to have to fight things off. So the phone is off the desk because I don't need the phone to have notifications. It's on do not disturb in when I get into bed at night, get into bed to read. Because I don't want the phone to light up and I go, oh, I need to check, you know, if someone liked what I wrote or some, some someone else's comment. Like, I don't care about things like that. It doesn't matter. So actually, it makes more sense to say instead of willpower, let's just create a situation where I don't have to use willpower at all. It's, it's the reason why it's like biscuits. If you if you don't buy biscuits, you tend to not eat biscuits. And if you're in the US, I mean cookies. Biscuits are scones here in the UK, or scones if you say it wrong. <laughs> I'm getting controversial. Um, LinkedIn user loving the practical advice here. Thank you, Richard, Mary Beth, Aranella, Chicago Live. If you're watching right now and tuning in, let's know where you're watching from, and if you're part of hashtag Team Live or hashtag Team Replay if you're watching a bit later on. Yanis, is there a different productivity hat in each of a person's roles? There could be, but I feel that that arguably is the interesting one because I, I kind of, if I look at it very much from a commercial perspective, I, I often look at the CEL approach. I've always used this, this idea of customer acquisition and cash flow are the primary functions in the like, first part of the day when, I when I'm at my best at like, you know, in, in the mid uh, late morning. 
then things that are absolutely essential, like need to get done today, they come second to customer acquisition and cash. Um, and then thirdly, L-based tasks, the CEL, the L-based tasks are things that are simply in the line of work I do. So they come last. So broadly speaking, I, my productivity is very front loaded in terms of new customers and new business and money. Uh, but that's more of a commercial focus. If I'm much more in a role that is back office related, so finance or, or IT being classic examples of that, I might choose to look um, a little bit uh, towards, for instance, some of the things I do in my very early morning um, work, which is metrics. So your job one should be checking in what's, what is going on. Has anything weird happened since yesterday? So, you know, one of the things I check in the morning is my portfolio because it's important to know what's happened to my shares because the US is so many hours behind in the, us in the UK. If I'm tucked up in bed, let's say it's midnight. Well, it's only two in the afternoon over in San Francisco. You know, New York City is still only seven. Like, but but like, and so the day's just finishing. But like, what have my stocks done uh, whilst I've been tucked up in bed? Like, I want to know uh, what my portfolio has done as well. So checking in, with, what's your bank account up to? What's your Facebook ads data doing? Uh, how have your um, has your your uh, commercially intentionally deployed content done how's how's your sh your portfolio portfolio doing doing and so on i don't want to ever leave things too many days because you end up then potentially missing something going on so it's good to just to check in but again you schedule it rather than i don't know i'll just check that right now because that's what i feel like doing so hopefully that helps a bit really interesting yanis uh good question i think it can it can do because for some like I said, I don't need to focus on cash flow or customer acquisition to begin with. Sharon, love the idea of um, uh, the of, of something uh, putting my phone, the hiding. I presume you wrote phones at set times a day. The king phones, he king phones. I think it's a typo. Love the idea of doing th that wherever you said with phones at certain times of day. Saw the so social dilemma this weekend. It's a really good film. Really makes you think. And although the um, I'm not going to comment on it too much. We've gone for all night. But although the platforms are clearly here to stay for some time, how you use them is really essential. And how you you have the choice on if you're going to be led by what's suggested and fed to you or you go and search for particular things. There's a big difference. So that was a really interesting point at the end of it. Uh, Stephanie Alley, thank you, Richard, for sharing this helpful guide. Patricia Freudenberg, totally agree about self-care morning routines. Uh, set the tone for a successful day. I totally, totally agree. Um, right, a couple more, couple of questions coming in. Then, so I want to answer these uh, before I do. Though, I wanted to shout out Warwick Congress, marvelous Warwick Congress, uh, a part of uh, University of Warwick, uh, hosting me tomorrow. I'll be talking about uh, LinkedIn and networking effectively and getting greater engagement on the platform there. So, I'm looking forward to speaking to you. Thank you so much. Actually, if you search Warwick Congress, I, I it may be the case, in fact, that it's open to other people beyond uh, Warwick University. I'm not entirely sure, but you should check it out. And um, uh, a number of other things I'm doing as well. There's a charity I'm working with next week, but I'll release information on that then. Um, and so thank you very much for Warwick, uh, to Warwick. A bit of a shout out to you for that. Um, Laura Bernard has asked on Facebook, I'd love to know more about how you plan your day and week. Was well, I've kind of covered it there, but <clears throat> what I would add is I have this strong routine. I'm like a monk in the morning. The first two hours is like, it's not like, oh, I'll just check this and I'll watch the news now. And like, no, set times, like get get the stuff done you need done. Because then by seven o'clock, when my first daughter, my youngest daughter always likes to get up early. 
she's up at like quarter to seven or something like that but by the, around the time they're getting up i have still an hour and a half before i'm taking them to school i've done two hours of really like the crunch the hard work has been done i've really broken the back of the day i then have the rest of the day to not have to muck about with admin i can focus on customer acquisition stuff i can focus on the client calls as well and doing the fun stuff things like this you know I've done the bulk of the admin kind of work at the very, very front of the day. Um, and, and I can spend time getting my children ready for school. I get them dressed, feed them breakfast and then take them to school. And that's the thing I do. I bring my wife a cup of tea at seven o'clock as well. So I have that all all in because I want to make sure this stuff happens. Um, and the, the thing I would say is that there should be certain rigidity. And this is this concept I've also come up with uh, many years ago called time islands. So the idea of a time island is you imagine that your your day or your week is this fluid thing. Your time is just like the sea or the ocean. Islands, uh, move, immovable objects sitting in the middle of that very fluid uh, uh, water uh, represent set things that don't get moved. So for instance, um, you know, you have a recurring call every week with what, one particular person at this particular time. That's what happens. It happens at that time. Every single week for 224 weeks at 1 p.m. UK time on a Monday, I have this I have this live show literally at 1 p.m. every week. I take go. And with the exception of one or two times when it's had to be recorded because of travel or on operation, it's it's happening. So my wife and I have scheduled holidays around <laughs> this live show in the past because the live show is on. And, and so like it's immovable to a degree, um, but I have. And it's the same with other things. Also immovable in the same way as you feel you. The reason why I'm saying this is things should be immovable so that you follow through and do them. And um, this leads into that. Uh, this this segues neatly, uh, Laura, into Max's question. So I'm going to bring that in as well, because he's added, <clears throat> Richard, how do you motivate yourself and keep time with a busy, busy schedule to work out consistently? What's your routine? How does it fit into your work day to help you feel the happiest and healthiest? One thing I would say is that it's there is no important or greater importance on one area uh such as family or health and body or work one isn't more important than the other they all get done and what, what i'm going to say bringing your two questions together is by scheduling time for downtime so by scheduling to do nothing so scheduling time to go and hang out with the kids for instance or scheduling time to go for a run or a ride it means it happens. If you have intention to do something, if you say, oh, I, I'll, I'll hopefully get some exercise today, I'll get, hopefully I can get around to playing with the kids today. You tend to not do it because you have other things in front of you. But if you make it just as mandatory as a business call or business meeting or doing a live show that's been advertised to happen at a particular time, uh, you make it just as important that you're going to be seeing your children at a set time. Again, not a life coach, this just works for me. Then it gets done because otherwise work and stuff finds excuses uh, for you to not show up for it. And I've really found that that's a great way of doing things, because if you had your working day and then and then someone said, OK, I need to have a meeting with you at three o'clock, please, for an hour. You're like, OK, I've got that meeting and I have to do everything else around that. Imagine if that meeting, instead of being a meeting with a client, it's a meeting with yourself or with your children so every day at 2 45 
I down tools and I go and pick up my kids from school every single day, unless it's raining. And I hopefully try and send my wife, but it doesn't work. So I have to go in the rain. <laughs> and like two days a week, she's in her office being a lawyer. So I go and I go and do it then as well. It's absolutely fine. But the point is, then I bring them home and don't go. There you go. Stick on the telly or something. I'm like, we'll play for a bit because they need. That's just as important. And you know, on Wednesday this week, I have scheduled a bike ride in the middle of the day that I will be doing because it should be just as important. Otherwise, again, my this is just my kind of manifesto here, but I don't feel that I can call myself successful if I'm just closing deals all the time, but not actually spending any time, you know, doing a lot of the other stuff as well. I, I won't say the good stuff because the business is the good stuff as well. I really enjoy it, but I think it's important to, to be mindful of that. Um, so I hope that helps. Sharon Falk, how many times a day do you check social? Very meaningfully. I check her uh, at set times a day. I would say probably four, probably four, maybe five times a day. And it is a period of time when I'll be checking in. Um, if I'm ahead on a task, then I typically have a few things I could do. So, it, for, so for instance, for early today, I got really far ahead because the call was much shorter than I thought it would be. I managed to kind of get the same detail, details out of it and we finished it. We were really ahead. Of, I was really ahead of time. So I was able to check in earlier, but I'm, I would always want to look through my schedule and be like, what other things could I pull out and get done? Because if I can get ahead, then awesome. And I freeze up some redundancy and flexibility if anything goes wrong, but probably four, maybe five times. But there is never like thumbing through social and I'm very conscious of it. And I go in, I always, this is a habit as well, is when I open a social media platform, as I'm doing, I've taught myself to, to say, now remember why you're here. And if you say to yourself, now remember why I'm here, then you remember that you're not there to inanely scroll and consume what you're fed, but you're in there to go find a particular thing. And it might be that you want to, so I have this thing called the list, which is a really good tool, by the way, of 60 people who really mean a lot to me on say LinkedIn and places like that. Well, I love checking out their content. So I, every day I will check out like 20 of them and I'll have set time and I'll go and look at what they're up to because I find their stuff interesting. And I have a little group of people um, who, so I run this podcast, of course, which is the audio of this live show, and a bunch of people who also do podcasts, and we all hang out together, and they're people I like, and I, we support each other's work, so it's nice to go and check them out as well. And I don't necessarily do anything, but but I, I, I would not necessarily listen to their podcast, but sometimes I would just go and, go and support them, or write something, or, or tag some friends and say, come and check this out. Um, but I think it's just good to see what your friends are doing, you know. So I have that instead of an algorithm feeding me whatever it feels I might want instead, which is kind of close anyway to what I'd want. I decide the people I go and see each each time I go and go and check out social. Um, it's really important to me to be um, I'm like it's, it's about choice for me and, and choosing to look at. I want to be it's maybe a control thing or an authority thing, but I want to not feel like I'm being led by by the uh, by the platform. I want to feel like I've decided to look at the thing I'm looking at. Um, and it's interesting that Sharon Falks mentioned the social dilemma because it was really powerful watching that. And it made me think I must be doing something right here because I don't want to feel like I'm this zombie being led by what is determined by a machine to be what I should be looking at because that's not 
as authentic as me deciding myself. So just my vibe is interesting uh, uh, conversation, which we could talk about all night. Uh, one more question, then we'll finish up. So Derek Mildred, my man, I think down in down Australia, actually has said, wow, Richard Moore, your timing is spot on. Yes, occasionally, like many of us, I would have managed my time management strategy better. My question is, do you allocate specific time away from your screen to recharge and spend time on yourself, family, friends, and, and et cetera? As you, can, as you probably heard, yes, I do. Schedule the downtime, including the nap, including when you eat, including when you exercise, as though they are business meetings. I don't have a working day and then a not working day. I have this fusion. I do work in certain hours, but within it, I will also punctuate it with other stuff because isn't that a more fulfilling way of working where when your body, you know, is like, is programmed to pretty it's a circadian rhythm thing i'm certain of it it tends to slump in the afternoon doesn't it make sense to have a power nap then rather than trying to soldier through doesn't it make sense to do your hard stuff and the grind first thing when you've got the willpower to do it than have a really late night because you're just and being up all late and and how wouldn't you want to schedule a particular day that means you're enjoying the variety throughout and feeling energetic in the morning because you got a good night's sleep as well because it was scheduled you just you decided when you try and go to bed you decided when you have that like that you know we all have to work sometimes extra but you have you decided when you have that night off and things like that it's really important to understand it. it's got to mesh properly so i like being intentional about it i suppose this is a whole topic that we could go on for a long time talking about but i want to say thanks so much to everyone who's watched today and listened on the podcast as well can I ask before you go in the comments to share what's your top productivity or time management tip? Um, it might be a lot of duplication in there, but what's worked for you? And even if it is duplication, you know, let's see how many people keep saying the same things that there'll be something in that. What's the thing that's worked for you the most that helps you get the most from your day? And I feel that this is the bedrock that makes the difference. Uh, in, and I, I feel like I've got the productivity of three people sometimes because of the amount of stuff I, I intentionally decide to get done and being really thoughtful about whether or not something really needs to be done or not. Um, if I really, really need to spend time uh, on social all the time or not really bother, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just really crucial to ask yourself, what's the outcome I'm after? So if you have questions, uh dm me i see you here on instagram is bangs and thangs uh if you have questions do send me a, a dm thank you so much for watching everyone i will see you next week for episode 225 hope you have an amazing one and i'll see you later take care instagram thanks for watching on igtv and cheers also for listening on the podcast and i'll see you later facebook and linkedin Bye bye